Hey, and good morning. Welcome back to another episode of the Upper Room Family Podcast. I am so glad that it's another week. Uh, We've got another week here to uh, bring you some awesome content, I hope. Uh, I hope that you're uh, being blessed by our Job series, and this one is going to cover a lot of chapters that I'm not going to read all of them for you, uh, but it is going to be a good time. I think um, I've really been inspired a lot by Francis Chan's series on Right Now Media for uh, this kind of a session here on Job and some of the things I'm learning through the Word and also through his teaching. Uh, which is a great series. So if you have access to Right Now Media, I'd encourage you to kind of go through uh, the book of Job alongside Francis Chan. We're doing it in our small group as well. So it's been a really, uh, really good time. I am recording this alone. Um, Hope to get Julie and the guys back together for some series in the fall. So stay tuned for that. Uh, But I've titled this podcast uh, today with, uh, you know, just I think a a good title here, Um, but it's it's all the way out in chapter 42, where the Lord says to Eliphaz, my anger burns against you. And so what I want to, I know we jumped way ahead in Job, we aren't that far yet, but I want you to see that the Lord tells Eliphaz that his anger burns towards him. That's a pretty dangerous position to be. (laughs) I don't really want the Lord's anger to be burned against me or towards me. Um, And and we're going to get into a little bit of what the Lord is rebuking here towards not just Eliphaz, but uh, Job's other two friends as well, Bildad and Zophar. So I've titled this one, The Anger Burns Against You, or My Anger Burns Against You, um, something like that. I haven't titled it officially yet. So what I want to show, though, is that as we're reading Scripture, what's important is that when we're reading scripture, we can't just pull out a verse or two and say, oh, yeah, that's 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 good, right? Um, without understanding the context. And in the next section of Job, basically chapters 4 through, you know, 30 or 42, you know, we see this conversation between all of Job's friends and Job and this conversation of, of words, of counsel. And sometimes... You know, we we tend to pull out scriptures. I know I have in the past. Uh, just tend to pull out scriptures of some of you know some scripture verse and quote it. And oh, well, Job, you know, says this. Well, what does that verse mean? And is that verse actually good counsel, or is it just recorded for us to see this conversation? And I think Job is an example of that, where we have scripture here that tells us all the way out in uh, towards the end of the book that the Lord rebukes all of the things that Eliphaz, uh, Bildad, and Zophar have said. It says, after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, this is uh, chapter 42, verse 7, the Lord said to Eliphaz, the Temanite, my anger burns against you and against your friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Whew. If we are speaking on behalf of God, we better make sure we know the heart of the Father. And I think that this is one of the 
great concerns for uh, preachers, for me sometimes uh, just on this podcast. Am I speaking the words of God? There's another great quote, and I'm sorry, I can't remember who it says, but it was a great preacher who said, um, I, I, I never am afraid, but when I stand behind the pulpit, I quake. And I, I just think of that because you are responsible for your words. Uh, Matthew says that you will be a, a held accountable for any unwholesome words that come out of our mouths. So we need to make sure that our words are pure, that they are uh, in alignment with God. And here we have friends that that are longtime friends of Job. I have to believe that they had uh, good intentions of trying to help their friend through this difficult time of suffering. And yet at the end of all of this and after Job's responses, we see here that the Lord is burning with anger because they have not spoken according to um, they have not spoken of me, of God, what is right, as Job has. And immediately prior, we see what, what Job's response uh, ultimately was in his confession of repentance. And that is what the Lord is referencing, saying these six verses, <laughs> right? Verse 42, uh, 1 through 6, which I'll read here in a minute. Those six verses are what are what I require. That that is that is my heart, right? That is what uh, my servant Job has um, spoken well of, right? Uh, these other, you know, almost thirty some chapters of you all having this dialogue. No, <laughs> you've not spoken spoken for me. Um, and I think, uh, you know, uh, Francis Chan pulled out um, Proverbs ten nineteen, which I think is really wise. It says, you know, in part in Proverbs, right, in many words, sin is not absent. And I think of um, just times in, in life when I've been in uh, a lot of Christian circles. And again, this isn't a rebuke about all Christians or anything, but I do think it's it's good godly counsel that we sit and wonder, how do we handle suffering within the church walls? Are we quick to just use our words? I think um, one of the best things that Job's friends did was come and sit with him in silence for a week and just sit and just be with them. We covered that on the last podcast. So if you're not up to date, um, go back and listen to to that one. I think, you know, in many words, sin is not absent. And, you know, we, we tend to try to rush to counsel people. Um, I can remember a time of, of um, some suffering of a, a family member of mine um, just, and they shared, they said, you know what, I don't know why God's called me to suffer. And I pray every day that God would reveal that to me, but I, I really don't need to hear, you know, you're talking to other Christians, you know, I, I really don't, don't think that he's going to reveal that to you and not to me, right? So, so please don't come tell me, you know, why this bad thing's happening to me. And I think that's, you know, at the time I was kind of struck by that. I was younger uh, when I had heard that and I thought, that seems a little harsh. You know, these people are just trying to help, you know, but I think, you know, reading and understanding Job in this way, I see now why that counsel or, or why that was a biblical approach saying, you know what? I'm, I'm, I don't know the mind of God. I don't understand why sometimes the wicked prosper and sometimes there's this unjust suffering that seems unjust to us. We don't always know the plans of God during these times of suffering. So 
let's just sit with it, right? Let's practice some stillness. Let's not rush into words and counsel. Let's just practice some silence, some rest, and affirming what we know to be true. And that is what God's qualities are, that God is holy, that he is the only um, way to salvation is through his son, Jesus, that he's given us his Holy Spirit as a great counselor and as the comforter. And so in these moments of suffering, we need to appeal to, in this present age of, of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's the great counselor. The Holy Spirit is part of that trinity, um, you know, of God. And so who better to counsel than the Holy Spirit? And the Holy Spirit needs to speak to that individual and needs to, uh, we need to rely on the Holy Spirit, not in, not our own selves and our own words as these friends of Job um, have. So Eliphaz and Bildad and Zophar kind of go through this conversation with Job. Job has many responses there, but I want to just pull out, you know, where Job gets to. And that is all the way out in chapter 42. I said I was going to read Job's confession of repentance. It says, Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know that you can do all things, and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore, I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Hear, and I will speak I will question you, and you make it known to me. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. You know, Job got a rebuke too, straight from, <laughs> straight from God, um, and he's he's saying like, "I now hear you, right? I questioned you." And you made it known to me. <laughs> you made it known to me where I stand. Um, and, but now my eyes see that. You've opened my eyes. And isn't that what we desire, you know, as a Christian um, walking in our faith is to know God, to see God, to have our eyes be opened to him and to his plans. Despising myself, that is very different than what we hear um you know, in many um, conversations and culture right now is building ourselves up. No, no, no. Like Job is, was an upright and righteous man, right? We got to go back to who Job was. Job was, you know, hand selected by God to go through this test and being righteous and blameless and holy. And yet here we see that he says, I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. I don't know about you, but I'm very easily can uh, think too highly of myself. Um, you know, I've certainly been prideful. I think um, it goes without saying that that the Lord hates pride. He hates a prideful heart, um, and it's good to be humbled sometimes. And right here, I think Job was really humbled, and he was humbled by God. He was humbled through um, through this test. He was already a very humble man. Um, you know, he he by all tests and measures had passed, you know, a lot of these tests, uh, with understanding who God was though, understandably questioning it. Right. He, he said, you know, I question you and it's okay to question God. It's okay. In times of suffering, it's okay to 
not understand why you're suffering, why uh, Job was selected to be, um, you know, uh, suffer in these types of circumstances. Some of the most fearful times that I think of are times when, you know, I, I just think about the what ifs, right? I worry. I'm not adding one <laughs> one year of life, you know, for, for these days, one day of life, um, one moment of life by worrying. But, you know, there are times when it's, you know, you just think, um, you know, we're all temporary beings here on earth and, and the what ifs kind of start to pop into our heads sometimes. And, you know, what if I died tomorrow? What if my wife, uh, who's hopefully enjoying a nice vacation and probably not listening to this podcast, um, you know, left, dropped her off this morning to uh, go have a week at the beach with some friends. But, you know, what if that was the last time I got to see my wife, right? These what ifs, you know, pop in and, and we just wonder like, what if, what if, what if it's not worth it? <laughs> we don't know. And, you know, even if I was selected to, um, to suffer in that way by, by my almighty God, my all powerful God, all knowing God, seeing this big picture of what he's creating, what he's, what he's building, what, what he hopes to accomplish, uh, through these times of suffering, he wishes that none would suffer, right? He's, he's given us Jesus so that we may be reunited with him and have, have that community and that relationship with God, the father. But that's a, that's an eternal picture, and, and we can have moments of that presence. We can live in that reality while we're here on earth, but it doesn't take away the effects of sin, which are suffering and the effects of, of just God's will. This is God's will. And, um, you know, I think that, um, that the Lord says that right to Eliphaz against you and your two friends, you have not spoken of me. What is right? You know, we, we don't know. We don't know the mind of Christ and the mind of God all the time. But if we do, uh, we, we have to rest on what we do know to be true, which is in the New Testament, in the Old Testament, the characteristics of God, that he is weaving together his story uh, and are, is bringing all things to be obedient to him and for his good glory. So, don't get caught up in the what ifs. And certainly if others are around you suffering or going through really difficult times, be sure that we don't detract from the word of God, right? Don't just try to come, come to those moments and just talk a lot, right? And, and sometimes some of us get nervous and we just start talking. We talk a lot. And this podcast, my goal was to be short because I wanted to practice some of that and just, rest in the word of God, let the word of God stand on its own. And so as we kind of wrap this episode to a little bit of a shorter conclusion, just understand, you know, our words are powerful. Our words have impact. And if I have a choice between my words counseling someone and God's word counseling someone, I defer to God's word all the time. And so if someone is suffering, bring them God's word, bring them the word of God as it's written, as it's been given to us, that we can use God's word to speak God's truth, to speak his heart, and to bring godly counsel through his word to those who are suffering. Many times those who are suffering, they may not know God. 
And so what better time to bring them God's word and say, I don't know why the wicked prosper in this situation. I don't know why you're going through this hard time, but can I share something with you? Can I share the good news with you? Because this helps me through times of suffering. And, and I still don't have the answer, but I know who does. And I appeal to him through prayer and through his Holy Spirit. Practice some rest this week. Practice some stillness. Listen. Just be present with those who are suffering in your life. Um, drop off a meal and just sit with them and enjoy that meal together. Be quiet, right? Share the good news and, and listen and have a heart for understanding and just being still in these moments and appeal to God the Father that he would reveal himself, reveal his heart, that he would answer those tough questions as he did answer Job and understand that he is the divine author of this life. May you have a great week. Pray for you. Thank you so much for listening. If this uh, may help someone who is suffering or, or um, you know, please share it, like it. Um, give me some feedback if you like these types of series as we work through, you know, a, a Bible um, book, book of the Bible. Um, you know, I'll continue to do that. Uh, I've got some content coming on Exodus as our church is going through that. So that would be uh, close to the next book that, uh, that we would be going through a little bit. So thank you for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.